This is Beth Bruno, and you're listening to the Fierce and Lovely Podcast. In this podcast, I amplify the feminine voice and curate feminine glory so that you find your own fierce and lovely story. Women, I believe we do that first with ourselves by becoming aware of our own story so that we can then raise the next generation of young women to know without a shadow of a doubt they are valued and purposed. This next week, I'm bringing you an episode each day with an expert on young women for a laser-focused chat on one issue girls face. All of this is to whet your appetite for more in a new course we've created called Loving Teen Girls in 2020. It's now open at fierceandlovely.org forward slash course. On today's episode, I talk with Lisa Russell, spiritual counselor, spiritual director, and Enneagram coach with a passion for young women and their friendships. If there was a PhD in girlfriends, Lisa would have it. Let's jump into our conversation. So Lisa, most of us at this point have been away from friendships and kind of our, our daily community for weeks, if not months. And I know that my girls have missed that regular touch point with their people. Um, and yeah, they, they might be doing FaceTime. They might be kind of hiking or biking with friends here and there, but there's such a deep longing at this point. And so it's actually crystallized their relationships. Um, we've been able to identify who the closest friendships really were and, and which ones weren't. Um, it's, it's kind of brought clarity, a focus to the whole idea of friendship in this in light of COVID. It's been really fascinating. And yet friendships for my girls and for teen girls is such a big issue. And when I hear from parents, you know, about what grieves their girls the most, friendships are usually at the top of the list. And so I want to talk with you about this. Such a passion of yours. I've learned so much from you about friendship and about, especially about girlfriends, girl friendships. Um, so let's just dive right in and kind of give us a sense of what you're going to be covering in your session on loving teen girls. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for having me. And it is such a passion of mine. And I think it comes out of a place because I have been so wounded by girlfriends um, throughout my whole life. You know, I can think about as early as, you know, preschool and things happening where girls would pair off or um, just leave me out. And I, I think almost any girl can, can give some sort of story about that. I was even leading a group, um, last month for uh, girls who are in, I think they're like third, fourth and fifth grade. And I had them raise their hand and tell me, did you guys have a best friend? And then some other girl came in and you felt like that best friend was taken away. Raise your hand if you've experienced this. And every single one of them raised their hands. And this, these are third graders that are already experiencing some level of harm from other friends in their lives. So it goes way back. Um, so anyway, back to your point on that is I have a deep passion for this because I really have a hope and a vision that things can shift when we can shift our posture 
um, as friends and be modeling that for these young women um, that are already experiencing uh, some hurt and the joys of friendship and all that that holds in between. Hmm. You talk a lot about um, our own story of friendship, and you mentioned yours. We've talked about mine. Tell me a little bit more about how that plays into engaging with teen girls about the story they're walking through in the present day with their girlfriends. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, and and not just as a mom, but I think anybody who is a leader um, and has any kind of influence or impact on teen girls, um, you need to know your own story with friendship. You need to be looking back at your narrative and be looking about out um, at when you've been wounded um, and how that impacted you and some of the um, agreements that you've made at that point. Um, just really quickly, like a, a brief example from my own story of not being invited to the birthday party in fourth grade. And it seems so elementary, no pun intended. But um, what happened when I was one of the only girls in my whole class that wasn't invited to this birthday party, I um, heard this lie spoken over me that I am not loved and not wanted. And um, when that happens, we agree to the enemy's lie and accusation that's spoken over us. And so because I agreed to that and then made a vow to protect myself against female friendships from then on out, it had this um, ripple effect throughout my life, even into my adult years, where I would be triggered into that pain by not being invited or feeling like I belonged. So until I actually named the harm that was done in elementary school and, and broke the agreement that was made at that point, I would keep reenacting that circumstance and that trauma, that wound from then. So when we start to name our wounds, we can actually break those agreements that were made and realize that um, the enemy is threatened by something there. And so when we are able to break those agreements, um, we find out what that core glory is inside of us. Um, and for me, it's, it's this um, passion and desire for sisterhood and authentic relationship um, that if I kept living out of my wounds, um, then I would never get to this point of, of being an influencer in this realm. Hmm. Talk to me a little bit more about that, about how there's a core, there's a desire, a deeper desire that is oftentimes masked by the the wound that we're experiencing or the agreement that we've made. Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, I think um, um, we find these coping mechanisms to deal with the trauma or the harm that we've been through in our younger years. And so um, that actually shields us from what we can offer to other people. Does that kind of answer your question? Yeah, I was thinking about what we were talking about earlier with um, 
with girls and some of the core, the root issue of so many um, hard relationships is not what we think it is. Oftentimes it has to do with what you've said is envy. Um, but that following that path oftentimes reveals true desire uh, and glory. And so that's kind of where I was trying to trying to head is asking you to explain that a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's it's funny that um, I, I've been really passionate about talking about envy and people are like, why? <laughs> why would you be so passionate about talking about envy? And, and here's the thing. It's because as I meet with so many um, women in general and, and even teen girls, what I'm noticing is that envy is at the root of so much of the harm um, and the brokenness um, in us individually and then in us collectively as a sisterhood. And what envy um, does is um, it reveals what our deeper longing and desire is. And so if we have this deeper longing to belong and to be accepted, um, and then we see another girl have that with another, um, envy has this energy to it, this power that it unleashes, um, where it seeks to destroy that in the other person because we don't have that. So it's not always this conscious thing or intentional thing for us, but that's the power that the sin of envy has. Um, so as we start to um, be become more aware of the envy that we have in others, um, it's actually getting to the root of what our deeper desires and longings are. And if we can tune into that um, and tend to those places, deep within us, um, there's healing there. There's restoration, not just individually, but as a collective. Mm -hmm. And that is something that we do not talk a lot about. Um, we don't talk about that as adult women. We're not talking about that when our kids are in elementary school. Envy is kind of this big, heavy word that most of us would like never want to associate with. <laughs> so I I love that you're pushing into that, that you're exploring that, that you're beginning to see the theme with your clients. And I can't wait to learn from your session, to learn more about that core, um, the root of hard friendships for our girls, because it is such a, such a big issue um, for teen girls these days, not to mention us as adult women. So Lisa, I can't wait to learn more. Thanks for participating in this fun, exciting new course. And I'll let people know all of the details of how they can access it. Thanks for having me, Beth. All right. Well, if you have spent any time at all with a teenage girl, you know that relationships are key. They are at the forefront of some of her deepest, most core desires and longing. And I cannot wait for you to learn more from Lisa's session in the Loving Teen Girls in 2020 course, which is now open. You can find out more at www.fierceandlovely.org forward slash course. Jump in and don't wait any longer to learn from seven experts about the seven most pressing topics teen girls are facing today. Thanks so much. I will see you same time, same place tomorrow.